This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out on old Dan again at this time, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. And folks ask me, what you mean by that, Trailblazer? I said, well, there's so much error in the land today. Everywhere you turn, the Apostle Paul spoke of perilous times, and we're in those times now uh, in our homes, in our churches, in our families. And that's what we do is try to call out error, refute error in our ministry here we, we do that and i uh, praise the lord for the truth that he gives us but we're we're bringing you a series of messages now on the home let's get back to our study we saw that verse of scripture that said to uh train up a child in the way that he should go and when he is old he won't depart from it he will not depart from it according to proverbs 22 6 but one of the things that i find that we are commanded to do is that it's a parent's responsibility. And I know that we have much consternation. We have much uh, things going on there in our homes. And I want to just touch on that subject. If you, if you have children, man, wife, woman, if you have children, or if you're a single parent, you have a responsibility to bring that child up in the way that it should go. And uh, remember, Every child is born with a decided bias towards evil. Children come into this world sinful from birth. They have a sinful nature. You and I have a sinful nature. And uh, a mother looking at a new infant child can never tell what's going to take place. But we are instructed, listen, if you would deal wisely with your child, then you need to to, uh, not leave him to his own will. No, you think for them in those things when they're little. If you can't make up your mind to the first principle of Christian training, it's useless to go any further. Self-will is almost the first thing that appears in a child when it becomes, uh, begins to grow up. So it must be your first step to resist that, that child. You know, we, we have gotten away in our politically correct world that we live in today there's so much going on about how to correct a child and those things. And I understand that. I understand. But I know, looking back, when I was a child many, many, many years ago, it was the accepted thing. You hardly ever had an unruly child back then because the mother and the dad corrected those children. And uh, in, 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 in my own home, in my own occasion, it was not any brutality or any of those things, but it was a firmness there. We had, uh, my mother and my dad had a little keen switch uh, standing around there on the porch or either in the, in the room where we were sitting, and uh, they put a little switch on those little legs. You know, we boys back then, we bore short birches in the summertime, and boy, you take one of them little uh, hedge limbs, my, my my mother always had a big yard with a fenced in around the house with what they call hedges, old old hedges. I hated them, and they uh, they made long slim limbs, and they had little bumps on them about every inch apart. And and we'd they'd make us go out there and get one of them limbs and trim it up and bring it in the house, and then they would uh, needle. I call it needle your legs a little bit with that limb, and it would take a lot of that uh, foolishness out of a child. But we, we had those standing around in the kitchen, and ever, almost everywhere you went, folks back in those days, they had a keen limb laid up. 
and they didn't abuse those children, no. Once in a while, you might get a stripe or two on your leg, but it get, get got over it in a few hours. It'd get swelling, redness would go out of it. And then in school, once we got into, like, junior high, the, the principal or the assistant principal would uh, administer uh, what we call a paddling. And I remember in the old country school where I live, where I went to school, it was no air conditioning. All the windows would open during the summertime. And you could hear over there in the principal's office on the other side of the campus, you could hear him paddling the child once in a while. Pow, 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 pow. Well, it was nothing extra ordinary. No. And it was just the norm. But we've gotten away from those things. Now, we still have what, what they call corporal punishment, and I think that's an erroneous term. Here in our local area, some of the schools still paddle the children. And I don't think there's a thing in the world wrong with that. I think they need to be corrected. But our study we're talking about is dealing with you as a parent. We do. But listen, love, let me say this, love should be the silver thread running through your conduct. Gentleness, long-suffering, forbearance, patience, a willingness to enter in to the child's uh, behavior, the trouble. My dad used to, they used to hear you say in our area, well, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. I never did believe that because it always hurt. But listen, it has to be. It has to be. But what we're thinking about in these studies is that it's apparent. The, the parent has to be the head of the house. And we look into the study later on in man, the head of the home. We have a booklet here by the late Pastor Shelton entitled, Man, the Head of the Home. I want to read you uh, just a little excerpt from it. He says, I would have you know that the, that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is man, and the head of Christ is God. And here we are told that the head of the woman is man. That was by divine appointment, my friend. When grace was restored to that home, the truth is also brought about in 1 Corinthians 14. Let your women keep silent or quiet in the churches. This is not our study today, but I wanted to read this. For it is not permitted unto them to speak, but they are commanded to be under obedience, as also saith the law. But listen, in Ephesians 5.22, it says, Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife. Now, I believe that it's the husband's place to correct the children if he's there. Now, if he's not there, working, wherever, it's a, it falls into the wife. It falls to the mother. But listen, he's spoken of as the head of the home. And uh, we're not going to get into the subject here, but this truth comes through in the whole Bible that man is the head of the home. And I grant you that in many cases that I've seen, we have some sorry heads. But the truth is still there. In talking about the woman's place in the home, the Apostle Paul said, now I want you to listen to this because it goes right along with our study, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husband that the word of God might not be blasphemed. Now, one of, the, one of the problems we have today is we've grown up children, now to be teenagers, young women, who have never been instructed about how to raise their own children because they were never 
made to be uh, disciplined when they were children. They're coming up now. And then on the other hand, I've talked to women, especially women, who said, my mother and daddy was so strict on me, I couldn't bat my eyes. And I'm not going to let my children have to go through those things. I'm going to let them have their own way. Well, you go ahead and do that, my lady friend, my man friend. You go ahead and let them do that, and you'll be down at the local jail not long getting them out of jail. When I was a child growing up, we were taught to say, yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. It don't matter who it was. It didn't matter what color they were. It didn't matter how young they were. If they were older than us, yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. We went to the store, pick up a few groceries, got ready to go, said, thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you, Mr. Storekeeper. Yes, ma'am, ma'am. You don't have this? That's okay, ma'am. I'll tell my mother. But it was obedience. It was ground in. It was drilled into our heads and in our hearts that we were to obey. We have long, long ago gotten away from all of that. Now, are we just going to fold our hands and say, well, it's not a thing in the world to do? I see mothers of two-year-old children in the grocery store throwing a fit, I call it. I can't do a thing with him. I wish I could do something with my child. Ah, it's your fault. You allowed that child to be that way. And they'll take advantage of you every time they get a chance. They know when you're, I call it, too sorry to correct them. Did you know most children want to be corrected? They want to obey. A happy child is an obedient child. They are. They are. I know. I know that we have times that we have to get get tough on them i know my dad used to work me and my brother over once in a while but he didn't have to do it very often first of all we're taught to respect that's what's lacking in our schools today no respect the teachers here are afraid of those hooligans in high school they're afraid afraid of them we had an occasion here not long ago where a young woman a class a girl high school girl attacked her teacher attacked her like a like a tongue a wildcat my friend well that child never had been taught now she's wound up in a in a in a correctional institute and then they go in there and they learn the ways of the world oh my friend they find dope they find drugs they find sex they find all those things it's because way back there when they was two three four years old there was no discipline in the home Oh, I have these mothers who start to count. One, a two, a three, and the child just making a mess and cutting up over there. Four, five. I'd love to have them. Oh, I'd love to have them. I see them in the restaurants like that. I had to get up and go somewhere. I had to turn my back on those people to keep from saying something and getting into trouble. But I do want to be kind. I want to say, honey, take that child to the bathroom, pull his britches down, and wear him out. But they won't. I don't do that because it, they'd have me arrested. They would. they got children now telling their parents, you spank me, I'm calling the law. Well, when the law got there, I would have their clothes packed. You say, well, you're just an old fool preacher. I am. I'm an old fool preacher. That's right. And I believe in correcting children in the right, proper way, not abusing them, not beating them or nothing. Plenty of ways, and you have to correct every child almost on a different scale. But this is the old trailblazer. I'm just getting started. We're bringing you these messages on our home. We're going to get started again tomorrow. Remember my mailing address, the old trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye, and God bless you.
If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.